Buddy and indeed, welcome to another Spotify only podcast uh, version of the Chicago Tony V show. Good morning. I am Chicago Tony V. Hey, I just have a random thought. I wanted to uh, bust this out and share with my uh, my pepperoni friends, whoever you are out there. Just something interesting to think about. Now, if you are a regular listener to the show, that could mean that you have listened to the podcast in the past up to the present. It could mean you've hung out on uh, one of the various live streams. It could mean even that maybe you've checked out a little bit of uh, our YouTube channel, etc. Who knows? At any rate, if you have at all been connected, you understand that I have been prepping, right? Preparing for the worst. I've been getting ready for a rainy day. I've done this in various ways. One of the main ways has been, you know, collecting some extra food. I've talked very often about, hey, why don't you uh, tuck away a can of tuna, bag of rice, whatever it is, and just, you know, better safe than sorry. That's been me. I had kind of an interesting thought today that I want to share along those lines. It, It occurred to me, today that uh, not one day of my 52 years have I wanted for food. Not a single day. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it also interesting that I would I would still see the need to worry about that and prepare for the worst. Isn't that weird? You would think that a being that has had three square meals and more whenever he freaking wanted it for years upon years upon years, uh, you would think I would not be worried about this at all, but that's not the case. And so I, I don't know, this had me, this got me thinking. I do find this interesting and I just got to thinking, why would I be this way? If I've never missed a meal that I wanted to have, why would I be so worried? And I here's what I've come up with. I'm going to share this with you and see what you think. Um, if you're a believer in evolution, as I think I am, I think I am. I think it makes sense, you know, that, you know, we evolved certain ways to deal with certain circumstances and... Um, You know, what do they call it? Survival of the fittest. I think that makes sense to me. So I think that's probably the way we evolved. And if you think about it, that would mean that I, I, me, myself, and you listening to this, both of us, we are products of generation after generation after generation after generation you know you go way 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 back we are our family lineages are our proof because we are here we, we they are they, it means every ancestor we had survived long enough to procreate well it's probably not technically true but you know what i mean if you go parents to grandparents to great-grandparents, you can go all just back, back, back till whatever, the beginning of this whole thing, and every last person survived long enough to procreate. 
Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. You wouldn't be here today listening to this. I find this very, very interesting. But what that says to me is, well, no surprise that I would be worried about getting enough calories, even though I've never had a problem doing that my entire life. I would argue that all of my ancestors who uh, did not worry about such things eventually died. (laughs) That's kind of my working hypothesis. That's my theory. That's what makes sense to me. And so, you know, what what makes me hopeful is maybe this means that I'm a creature uh, who will survive long enough to procreate with some beautiful baby and pass my genes on to the next and I will have fulfilled my purpose. Who knows? Who knows what my purpose is? But anyway, it makes me hopeful and it makes me feel not so bad about being a worry wart about remaining obese for as long as I possibly can. Now, what's interesting, now I do not deny that if my theory holds true, that would mean everybody around me should also be worrying about calories and tucking away cans of tuna and all that stuff. And I don't have an answer for that, actually. To be totally honest, I I have been baffled Uh, just by the fact that most people around me think I'm a crazy person. And no no matter how many food processing plants blow up and how many bad crops come in and how many herds of cattle just keel over one day, uh, no one seems to worry. And God love them. I hope they're right and I'm wrong. Anyway. This is just a thought that I had that I wanted to share for some reason. And I uh, let me actually let me do just a little more housekeeping, too, because right before I hit record, I just thought, man, I wonder how I'm doing on the mailbag. And it turns out, you know what? I'm kind of behind. So I might even uh, let's just dig into knock off a letter or two here just to keep things rolling. Any of you guys um, who want to send a letter into the show, normally they are read on live streams. That's usually where I get to them. Feel free. Love your questions. It's super fun. The email address is Chicago Tony V, like vegetable, at gmail.com. Send your question there, and I will eventually get to it. And thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, let's see. Let me dig in here and get to the next letter here in the mailbag. Let's see what we got. Okay, dear Tony, I'm curious. Are you aiming to learn enough so that you could run your own working farm someday in the future? If so, how close do you think you are to achieving that goal? I have always wondered how someone of working age could spend so much time in the country unless you had a financial... Hold on, my alarm's going off. That's weird. The alarm on my phone. Okay, sorry. Let me back up. I have always wondered how someone of working age could spend so much time in the country unless you had a financial goal attached to it. This is from Denise from Camden, Ohio. Well, thank you for your letter, Denise. And so anyone who's wondering what in the heck is this person referring to? Maybe you only listen to the podcast and not the live streams. I don't know. What Denise is referring to is I've been spending an awful lot of time 
out in the country at the farm. And I love helping out. I've done a lot of gardening, canning, uh, helping out with animals here and there. And it's been a good old time. So I think Denise is wondering, hey, what gives? Why are you spending so much time out there? And I guess I'll cut to the chase. I mean, yes, yes, I'm trying. I am part of what I'm doing is trying to learn every last skill that I can um, acquire because in the back of my mind, I, I think a couple of things. First of all, I think, you know what? I would like to escape to the country and just go, just go hide somewhere and just raise some chickens and, uh, and be done with it. Have a dog. I mean, obviously I'd bring Dolly with me and just, uh, you know, enjoy my life, whatever I have that's left of it. That is in the back of my mind. And I'm, while I am a crazy person, generally, I'm not so crazy to think that I could just head to the country and just figure it out willy nilly. Although who knows, maybe I could. But I have dear friends who already have a working farm and they've been nice enough to just let me help out and go hang out. And I've learned a ton. So yes, Denise, I, I am the part of this is purposeful for sure. It is purposeful. And I agree with what you say. Let me find it here in this letter again. Uh, I've always wondered how someone of working age could spend so much time in the country unless you had a financial goal attached to it. Yes, so this is another one of those instances where, thank God, I work for myself. I'm very, very lucky. And, uh, you know, while that's not always all puppy dogs and ice cream, I will say it gives me a chance to um, do what I want. gives me freedom. So that's pretty great. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening, Denise. Or, yeah, listening, I guess. Watching, maybe? I don't know. I'm always... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I still am not used to people who somehow consume, I guess, the live streams, but don't interact via comments. There's a, there's a growing group of people who seem to only like to send me emails and texts from time to time. But mostly it's emails. Anyway, speaking of emails, let me get to one more letter. And then I will let you get back to whatever else you were doing. Okay, dear Tony, my fancy pants sister lives on the East Coast and has a new boyfriend she won't stop talking about. It's super cute. She can't wait to show him off and she is convinced he will be a big hit at Thanksgiving dinner this year. I personally think this will backfire for one main reason. This boy has never driven a car. That is not the reason I would have guessed. Uh, This boy has never driven a car. He is 32 years old and has never driven a car. She says he has always lived in big cities and so has never needed one. True or not, I think this will come across as fishy to my Midwestern family. I mean, we drive everywhere. Anyway, I'm so excited to see how this goes. This is from Sandra S. It's kind of, that's a funny letter. It's kind of, I think it's a little uh, uh, fiendish that you're taking joy in seeing whether or not this will completely shit the bed and blow up in your sister's face. I'm betting that it won't. I think your 
I think your Midwestern family is going now. While I here's what I totally agree with: they will not understand the East Coast city kid. They won't understand that. Um. Wait a minute. Do you say you're from the Midwest, or did I just intuit that? My Midwestern family. Okay, so you do say you're, you have Midwestern family. Okay, now they they probably won't understand the Eastern City Kid, Fan, Mr. Fancy Pants, but I'm betting that they this fellow will get a little extra credit just for the fact that he's from the East Coast. Some people... Now, I think that's bullshit, by the way, but I've lived on the East Coast. So I know there are just as many jackasses out there as there are in the Midwest. And I personally don't think anyone's any more cultured on the East Coast than they are in the Midwest. Sorry, East Coastern people. That's the case. But I think they'll get a little extra credit points because um, they'll be thinking, well, maybe he's such a fancy pants that he doesn't have to drive a uh, car because he's just... Uh, super fancy or wealthy or something. I mean, in essence, in a way, it's kind of like saying he has a driver, right? I guess Sandra S. doesn't really say he's only taking public transportation all over the place the way a homeless person would. So, Sandra, I'm going to... And also, because of a Midwestern family, they're polite, okay? They're not just going to throw this guy under the bus, no pun intended, because he rides a bus... No, I don't think they'll do it. I'm going to err on the side of this East Coast Mr. Fancy Pants fella. And I'm going to say it works out. And you're going to feel guilt-ridden for years to come, forever predicting that it was going to fail. Anyway, interesting. I think that's all I've got for today. Um, I guess I'll remind you, you know, Tuck away a couple of cans of tuna, some extra boxes of pasta, some tomato sauce, a bag of rice, and uh, buy a little bit of silver just in case. Take a little bit of cash out of the out of the bank and hide it under your mattress just in case. I'm sorry to be such a negative Nelly, but, uh, you know, I worry about you guys. Okay, that's all I've got to uh, for today. I will see. Uh, check out my live stream. I'm on uh, Twitch, usually Wednesdays, Fridays. It's like forward slash Chicago Tony V or something like that. I don't know. On Twitter, I'm at Chicago Tony. I think. I'm not entirely sure. And uh, I do a Reddit show every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Whatever. Anyway, thank you for listening. I like you. And until we meet again, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. Good show, everybody. Okay, see you next time. Love you. Take care. Be good. Waiting for the collapse to finish. Okay, that's good. Bye-bye. Love you. See you next time. Bye.